Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The topic of our podcast today is the anti-freeze killer, not the pro-freeze killer. It clearly. Stacy Ruth Mr. Not Mr. Freeze. Are we talking about Mr. Freeze hey, from you're Batman? walking all over my yes. intro here. This is the so rude. Stacy Ruth Caster. She was a bad woman. Bad, bad woman, Colonel. Bad woman. She, oh. She killed huh. her husband. So this is timely because it's Valentine's Day. It is. And we got someone who killed a husband. Yes. He's so I would like to show. I would like to uh, wish He's all our listeners dead. a happy, very happy Valentine's Day, and to let you know that we are an adult uh, comedy podcast. We use uh, adult language. So if that offends you, then well, hold on to me. All right. If that offends them, you know what they can do. Listen. They've already been warned. You've already been warned. If you're still listening, the fuck out of here and don't let the door hit you in the ass. Uh, or you could listen to one of the fine other podcasts out there that manage, that where the podcasters manage to go through a whole show without swearing. You know, I believe I was listening to uh, 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 our friend Ben. Yes, from They Walk Among Us. Yes. He has never sworn on his show. Yeah. To me. Well, you know, he doesn't have brandy on his show. I know. He can stay Christian because he's doing it by himself. Because she would not let you be a Christian, Timmy. Speaking of brand, try as I might. Let me inter- let me introduce our uh, lovely co-host, the lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy? Well, I'm fucking irritated now, Tim. How are you? Why, okay, where, thank you, you for Brandy time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was enlightening. Uh, no, really, why, why are you irritated? You two are ass wipes. Like it's my fault. Well, like it's my fault. You huh? used the A word. Yeah, so is he? Told him get the fuck out. But you know he has this persona, and he he's <laughs> he, he I is, can say it kindly to people. You got to be all aggressive <laughs> and stuff. Well, and he also, I mean, he he also uses you know multiple syllable words. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a multiple multiple syllable word, and let's. She couldn't just, even get multiple out. Let he me can't ask, get out. <laughs> he can't get out antifreeze. Let me ask you a question, Brandy. What are your plans for Valentine's Day, if at all? Her uh, husband's dead. He's not dead. Hold on, Timmy. Have you heard from Dave or seen Dave in a long time? He's not I have dead. Not. I, have I think not. she posts sometimes from his Facebook account. She must have. <laughs> I think she, she must have tortured too. him and got his password. Love his heart. He's not dead. Uh, we're not. I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna. Nothing. Nothing mm. romantical unplanned. 
No, no. I'll see my husband this weekend, and we're going to go have some dinner. And well, you seen him last weekend, right? Uh-uh. What is this? You didn't see him last weekend? Every weekend, that just seems like a lot. <laughs> it, does, it seems like taking on every a lot weekend. of things every weekend. Yeah. No, he was working last weekend. So you're going to see him w- this weekend. Mm-hmm. You're going to be knocking boots and whatnot. I don't know. It depends on if I'm tired or not. Or how bad he gets on my nerves, or how bad Noah gets on my nerves. But it's Valentine's Day. You kind of you're obligated. You, you're obligated. I'm not obligated for shit. It's the obli- obligatory Valentine's Day massacre. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the gangsters killed in Chicago on this day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> all right, Brandy. So uh, now that we're done with Brandy, time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was long. Let's, uh, let me introduce a man who really needs no introduction, Brandy. Mm-hmm. A man who is known as the um, moral compass of the podcast. Yeah, nope. He's uh, been called the most dangerous man in podcasting today. By no one. He has been described as an oasis in the desert of despair. Also by no one. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. I know fake, Brandy, you fake uh, title. <laughs> Brandy, you affectionately call him the Southern Gentleman from time to time. I don't. Not ever. How are you, Colonel, if at all? I'm wonderful, Timmy. Oh, well, you're wonderful, wonderful today. Well, yeah. look, today's not irritated. Today's not pissy. Well, you know what? Because I finally got go. recognized, and it's not from this group. But you know, I you know I do another podcast, right? Yes. And uh, who recognized you? I was called the Yoda of podcasting. The, Yoda <laughs> the sage voice of podcasting. They call me the Yoda of podcasting. Well, what are your thoughts on that, Brandy? That's bullshit. <laughs> Do you talk funny on the show? Like I, your ears I are a little Yoda like. I use my regular voice, Timmy. This is my regular voice. You think Yoda masturbated a lot? <laughs> oh yeah. Masturb- Not, so he is unlike Masturbate, Yoda in that way. <laughs> Masturbate he did, Timmy. <laughs> there is no. <laughs> do or do not there is no try yeah. yes yeah. all right so, so i'm wonderful and uh thank wait everybody. there's more <laughs> there's much more i would like to thank everybody who came up to the kiss and booth uh to see rue to baco uh he they was don't listen to this podcast hmm? the people who came up and kissed rudy do not listen to this podcast some of our listeners came up you don't know who came up you don't know who came now there so was rudy, there was was at, rudy your dog was at a kissing booth this mm-hmm. week and for 25 cents. He was quite popular. Hmm. I, I didn't see any line in the picture. That I saw no line. No, we had to clear people out for yeah. the picture. Uh-huh. I had to kick some, some bitch out that came in smelling a peanut butter. I didn't trust that man. <laughs> I was like, get get out of here. Around yourself or the dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was almost a little bit of a riot because it's not a real, really big place. And uh, some, some, you know, you know, German shepherds think they're kind of badass dogs. They're all that. That they think they're all that in a bag of milk bones too, Timmy. And uh, the German Shepherd was there, and he wasn't getting much play in the kissing booth, mm-hmm. you know. And then Rudy got he's in a there drug and dog, course. and nobody wants to be around him. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' narc. So I, uh, you know, Rudy gets in there, and he's getting all kinds of kisses. And the German Shepherd got a little jealous. Okay. So he started to kind of, you know, be a little, little bit of a dick of a dog, and Rudy Baker just backed him into a corner and said, "Look here, dog." Look at Oh my God! This is all we're gonna have it is. And it, this it, is it so. This down. is the most ridiculous thing. Can we move on to this story? I want to hear about uh, her I'm killing sorry. this guy. Did what? your dog go and work for charity in a kissing booth? What did you do for charity this weekend? What did Emma? you do for your? I think fellow, I spoke to what you. What did you do for your fellow man? Yes. Uh, nothing yeah, except make her miserable. 
No. You know, you bring the the mankind scale down. Where's you your understand humanity? That? Right. The humanity yeah. scale, you bring it down. That's me. Yeah. That's what I do. Right. So, yeah, that's that's all yeah, I... Brandy does God's work most of the time. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> and, and, as, and as for us, uh, that's all I have to say about that, Timmy. <laughs> okay, Colonel. Let's talk about... Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovely lady dweeb listeners. You want to give them a little of your, uh, maybe maybe you want to. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Serenade them a bit. Damn it. You know what? I need to I need to put up Bruce. Bruce got a song, Valentine's Day. Yeah. I'm going to have to put that up on the page mm-hmm. for all our female well, listeners. Well, we have and a, some of our male listeners because, you know, some of them like the Colonel, too. We have a love story today, Brandy. I'm excited. Yes. Uh, Stacy Ruth uh, Castor, love to spend money, Brandy. When she didn't have money, she became aggravated. As we all do. She loved money so much she was willing to kill for it, Brandy. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah. So we're going to talk about Stacy Ruth. Stacy Ruth Castor was born on July 24, 1967, Brandy, in Clay, New York. Okay. Colonel, you're aware of uh, where Clay, New York I've is? I've been to Clay, New York, Timmy. Of course he has. I've been there. She was raised by her father, Brandy. The guy who never leaves the West Side goes to the Clay, New York. I've been, to, I've been to Clay. Where are you going for vacation this year, Colonel? I'll be going back to Michigan. There too. it is. Oh, I thought you was going to Toronto again. I ain't going to fucking Toronto again. Those fucking Canadians. I went up there one time. You know, this supposed to be and the ruin the country. country in the world. No, you it's went up there one time nice, and ruined the country. All polite. Those people, except to you. They were just rude to you. They were just no to he's everybody. The, no, the it's, it's to you. <laughs> I was not stupid. ugly American. Stupid American. I said they don't say hello to people. They say bonjour. They do not say hello to people. Uh, she was raised. Uh, Stacy Ruth was raised by her father, Brandy, who was a single parent. Hmm. So, uh, apparently, her mother left soon after her birth. No. Yeah. She got out of Dodge. Dropped a kid. Took the next. Uh, caught, caught an Uber. Midnight train to Georgia. A, got the hell out of there. Stacy was the only child, uh, and she was spoiled by her father. His name was Jerry Daniels. By the way. Jerry Daniels was his name, Brandy. Write Jack that down. was his brother. Write that down. Jack was his brother. Anyway, um, I dated a girl named Jennifer Daniels, and she was uh, she was really hot, like when she when we were like seventeen, but later not so much. But anyway, wow. I mean, I mean, I was, I mean, I was like that. I feel same. like you're we, throwing stones. We're here. same age. We were the same age. Yeah, she was a nut job. Sweet girl. She was given everything she asked for. Stacy Ruth, not Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was given everything she asked for, and she would become mean to her dad in on the rare occasions when he would deny her request. Brandy. Well, what do you think about that? It sounds about right. That's so, what I get, Timmy. Sounds like every woman I've ever met so far. She was popular in school, Brandy, <laughs> and got good, received good grades. Great. So our little Ruth, or Stacy Ruth, is pretty smart. She was attractive, Colonel, and her body began to develop at an early age. Of course you put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird and nasty. What? I'm reporting what I found in the research. What do you want me to, you want me to hide information from our listening audience? Yeah, this ain't, we don't, they we want don't, all the facts. Yeah, they we tune can, in for the facts. <laughs> Yeah, we're known. Yeah. We're, we're known. known to be factual. Yeah. When she was 14, Brandy, Stacy started dating men as old as 67 years old. Oh, gross. 
Well, she liked older men. I mm. see it while they have the money. Right. She's smart. Smart young girl. Yeah. She liked dating older men because they would often give her money or take her shopping to the local malls. Did you date her, Timmy? No, I didn't. <laughs> no. No. Timmy ain't giving nobody no damn yeah, money. She's out of my She's, uh, yeah, she was born in, when I say 67, Anna. Nah. Um, okay, so her father became concerned with Stacy's dating older men. Yeah. And promised to increase her allowance to $200 a week if she would only date boys her own age. $200 a week? Well, this is 1975 or something now. 79 or so. $200 a week. Fuck, my kid gets $5 maybe sometimes. Wow. $200 a week. Christ on crutches. You're not careful, he'll get him a sugar mama. Which one? No. Well, be careful. Guess what happened to Stacy? Well. Uh, all right, $200 a week if she would date boys her own age. Christ. His allowance to uh, Stacy would continue long after she married and had a family of her own. Jesus. 1985, Brandy, when uh, Stacy was 17 years old, she started dating a uh, 23-year-old Michael Wallace. So that's a little closer. Right. The two bonded quickly, and Stacy felt that Michael Wallace was her one true love. What do you think about that? Did he have money? Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, happy his daughter had met someone who was not old enough to receive Social Security retirement benefits. There you go. Stacy's father was supportive of this relationship. The couple married, and their first daughter, Ashley, uh, was born three years later in 1988. And in 1991, they had a second daughter named Bree. You think about those names, Brandy. Ashley and Bree. I, I have no problem with those. All right. So um, Stacy got a job. She was employed by an ambulance dispatch company. What? An ambulance dispatch company. Ambulance? Yes. Okay. Ambulance. And she. Black Betty. She. Ambulance. Ambulance as a dispatch operator. So if you call 911, she would be the one you talk to. While Michael worked nights as a mechanic. So I guess he wasn't really loaded. But they had little money. Stacy constantly pressured M Michael to get a better paying job. That's why her dad had to still give her 200 bucks a week allowance. Give me a break. Stacy uh, was a shopaholic, Colonel. I know you have a problem with that at times. Mm -hmm. And would spend her entire salary at the mall while Michael's income was used to pay the bills. You think about that, Brandy? What was she doing? She was shopping at the mall. She was shopping. No, she I caught at, that. Where was she working? She was working in as she a dispatcher. The dispatcher. Oh, that's right. Jesus that's right. Christ, pay attention. It was like two minutes ago. <laughs> it you was. got some kind of short-term memory problem? Or no, you got Candy Crush on your phone. God damn it, would you pay attention? No. I'm tired of being dumb. I'm drunk. Me and Timmy got to carry this podcast. Your back hurting you, Timmy? Uh, it gets yeah, sore. Yeah. God damn it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, hmm. According to Stacy, Michael was very close to their youngest daughter, Bree, showing a favoritism that uh, may, uh, led to her becoming best friends with her older daughter, Ashley. So they were both playing favorites, it sounds like. The two, uh, her sounds and Ashley, healthy. Sounds like a well-adjusted <laughs> place. Uh, the two would uh, spend time together, uh, Stacy and her oldest daughter, Ashley. They would spend time together shopping, which oh, they Ashley. both... Ashley. They had a... Uh, common interest in shopping and eventually uh they would go out to nightclubs together when ashley got older gross 
In spite of their closeness to their children, the couple grew apart, Brandy. Aww. It was rumored that each of them were having extramarital affairs. What do you think about that, Brandy? No yeah. way. Yeah, you can't just... Chuck, <coughs> what do you think about that? I am opposed to multiple affairs, Timmy. Okay. One is fine. Multiple. One is fine. One is my limit, Timmy. I see. Well, you're a loyal loyal soul. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's because once you get into three or four, Timmy, mm-hmm. then you become a Mormon, just like the devil over here. Yeah. You think wow, Randy, taking shots at your uh, religious beliefs. at my people. She has no people. faith, Timmy. She has no faith. Do you have any faith, devil? Do you have any faith in anything? I have faith this pen's getting ready to go <laughs> in your throat. I have faith in that. <laughs> so Stacy and Michael started uh, growing apart, Randy. That sucks. Did oh. I, uh, yeah, I, I've read where he got mad. They got in a fight one time, and I didn't put this in here, but he came home, oh. and he was mad because not, apparently her lover, lover. had been, lover. I wanna be been coming over, lover. and he, the guy, dude was drinking his beer, Colonel. Oh, that's shitty. Now, see, that's one thing. is Now, you can you can tap the old lady. Right. But don't, don't drink get, another man's beer. Don't drink another man. No, that's 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 they used to have duels over that shit, Timmy. So you're calling bullshit on that? I'm just calling nonsense. I'm calling shenanigans, Timmy. <laughs> shenanigans. shenanigans. What do you think about that, Brandy? I don't give a shit if you call shenanigans. Would you approve of uh, drinking? Uh, no, water? that seems wrong. That seems like uh, rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> now, I've done some shit in my day, but I ain't never drank another man's beer. You may have banged another man's wife, but you've never taken a Budweiser out of his fridge. Nope. All right. Well. Everybody's got a line. Brandy, guess yeah. what happens? They got divorced. No, in late 1998, Stacy's father, remember the guy at uh, uh, Mr. Daniels? Yeah. $200 Jerry, a week, Jack? Yeah. He fell and broke his hip. Oh, not that the hip. That sucks. Bone. That's yeah. connected to the thigh bone. It is. Yeah, yeah. Here's a little trivia for you. <laughs> I just thought of this. All righty. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> How many gallbladders are there in this room? <laughs> what? <laughs> One? <laughs> what? Your gallbladder shaming now, motherfucker? That's what you're doing? What is that? He's gloating because yeah. he has a gallbladder? I, gallbladder. I just realized I was listening to some of the older episodes, and I just realized you both had gallbladders taken out like a year apart. You know it's what? Like, it's all fun and games until you're on a plane somewhere <laughs> oh, man, and you double over and pay because you got. You know what? Bullshit. That shit ain't gonna happen to me. It ain't gonna happen to you. Here's no what happened. You got a tummy ache. You ran to the doctor. You've done it three or four times. They got tired of it, so they just made it up. And it was your gallbladder giving you problems, and they yanked it out. Brandy probably had some female things that she had yanked <laughs> out, and they just got that while they were in there. Did they reach up that far, devil, and just grab the gallbladder? I'm so confused by all of this. So Why all of a sudden are we being shamed? There is one gallbladder, functioning gallbladder, in this You in don't this know office. that it's functioning. And you know what? The way you eat, it ain't going to last long. All right. Just oh, okay. Throwing it out there. Mm. A little trivia. Yeah, I got trivia. All right. So let me ask you this. Can you ever had a vasectomy? No. So there's one. There's one, uh... There's one vasectomy in this room. There's one fertile person <laughs> in this room. All right, I, I'm assuming you, you've gone through the change, right, Double? Fucking what? 
mean, yeah, you're about time for that, right? She owed 40, right? So you got shut the penis. The I mean, your stuff's all snapped shut and no. grew the penis. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Overhauling transmission. <laughs> That's nah, all right. Lanny will love you. Either <laughs> he will love you. Just do, just give you a reach. Okay. So, so her dad, <laughs> oh, Christ. So her dad in 1998, her dad fell and broke his hip. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> she moved in with him for a brief period to take care of him, like oh. any good daughter. On February 27th, Brandy, 1999, uh, Jerry Daniels died suddenly of a heart attack. Aw. Of a of a heart attack. Being the executor of her is of his will, <laughs> Stacy she had, killed uh, the shit out of it. She killed that motherfucker. Well, shot it into pieces. Stacy had him immediately cremated. Duh. <laughs> so there's some questions. Hey, she executed that motherfucker. Well, she put it in the guillotine with the uh, money she received from her father's estate. Uh huh. Stacy went on a shopping spree, Brandy. <laughs> As she should. She earned that shit. That included buying a new car, new clothes, uh, and tickets, a ticket for a singles cruise. Now, remember, she's married at this time. (laughs) These are all. That doesn't seem seem in line with her values. What time frame are we talking about? Do you think people get, uh, you think uh, people have sex on singles cruises, Colonel? I would bet they do. See, I guess if. If you're on a singles cruise and then you hook up with somebody, you're no longer single to me. Yeah, they should charge you more. Or or they should throw you overboard. Hmm. So she went on a singles cruise, Brandy, despite the fact she was still married to Michael. How Hmm. do you explain that? Have you you ever been on a singles cruise, Devil? No. Singles. You know what? I want to go on a singles Christian cruise. Why? Just because of the music. He likes the music. I like the Christian gospel music. Do ya? He's do. a man of faith. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He sings the praises of Jesus. Amazing grace, how sweet You're the sound. And Colonel, you just makes me want to run out and save your soul. Yeah, I want your soul. Jump off the building. Now we're gonna pass around a basket. All right. So Stacy's uh, windfall brandy soon dried up. It sometimes happens. <laughs> <laughs> just like your woman parts. <laughs> Fuck. And the family was once again struggling financially to make ends meet, Brandy. Oh, no. But they had nice shit. They went from riches to rags. So it seems that their marriage would become more troubled when they had financial problems, Brandy. Most marriages do. It would would become a bone of contention, Timmy. A boner (laughs) contention. The couple would have loud and sometimes violent arguments over money, Colonel. Had that one. When Stacy did not get her way, she would cuss at Michael and call him a miserable, quote, unquote, miserable fucking failure, Brandy. Well, was he? That's a mechanic. Cruel. He could fix your car, overhaul your transmission, whatever. She would often call him names in front of their children, Brandy. Well, that's shitty. In December 1999, Michael Wallace began uh, uh, feeling uh, sick. Family members uh, remembered he was acting unsteadily, coughing, and uh, his face seemed swollen. Oh, I hate that. Uh, 
his illness persisted over the holiday seasons. Yeah, so here it is Christmas time. He can't enjoy the holidays because he's sick from this unknown uh, illness, right? The family encouraged him to seek medical care, Brandy. Yeah. But unfortunately, Michael uh, died in early 2000 before mm. he could do so. He was only 38 years old, Brandy. Your thoughts on that, if any? I have none. Do you feel any compassion at all for a nut fellow? No, she don't. She don't. You dropped over dead and, and, you know, at 38 years old. That sucks. Doctors told Stacy that Michael died of a heart attack. Though um, his sister, Michael's sister, was skeptical of a heart attack having been the cause and requested an autopsy of Wallace's or Michael Wallace's corpse. She's not buying it. Stacy refused, saying she did not believe in uh, autopsies. She, she didn't believe in autopsies? No. There she you believed go. the doctors were correct uh, by uh, their diagnosis that he died of a heart attack. Okay. People who uh-huh. poison other people rarely like autopsies. Today. Six months after her husband's untimely death, Stacy started dating a fellow by the name of Dave Castor. Now, Dave seemed to have money and could provide for Stacy and her daughters. Uh, he owned an, uh, an air conditioning installation and repair company, an HVAC kind of guy. Does that, does that kind of turn you on, Brandy? Nope. No, it's auto parts that turns her on, oh, Timmy. Jesus, Lanny pouring that alternator out of the back. I got your alternator for your 79 Dodge right here, so. You got all tingly right, right there, didn't you? <laughs> so they start dating, and, and then uh, this uh, Dave Castor guy, he, uh, he hires her to be his office manager at, at his business. At Pet Boys. Hmm. In 2003... Stacy and David were married in a lavish wedding ceremony that cost Brandy $67,000. Fuck, shit. Holy <laughs> shit. A little expensive. Anything? Anything? I think. How I much think was your wedding? Five, six thousand dollars $6,000, something like that. Chuck? My wedding was $3,800, Timmy. Yeah, but you were married like in the 40s or something. <laughs> it, was, it was a long time ago, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much my wedding cost. I didn't pay for it. The ceremony included, Brandy, a horse-drawn gold-plated chariot that cost $3,200 an hour to rent. <laughs> Shit. So you think it's lavish? Would you consider that lavish? I would. I would consider that somewhat. Um, I believe Princess Diane Charles said, no, nah, I ain't paying all that shit for that. Yeah, bullshit. Brandy, it also included hiring the, uh, the singer and American Idol star Clay Aiken to perform at their wedding. Yes. You can think about Clay Aiken, Brandy. I like Clay Aiken. Would you have him? Would you have him at your and Lanny's wedding? Sure. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Isn't he a ginger? Oh yeah, he's a ginger. Yeah, I ain't having no gingers at my wedding. All right. So they're going a little overboard, right, with the wedding? They're very excited. They're very happy. Stacy was happy that she was finally with someone who could, you know, give her the kind of life that she thought she deserved, and she spent most of her time shopping at the local malls. And on the Home Shopping Network. Here's the Home Shopping Network. HSN. She didn't She didn't fuck around with no uh, flex pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she was just hitting it right up. <laughs> and give me pay the now. expedited shipping. <laughs> now, Colonel, you have a little problem with shopping, I understand. <laughs> I, do not. 
I'd like to do my shopping on Amazon. Yeah, and your wife was a little concerned about that. She was not concerned. She was just, I had three packages. She was totally show. concerned. I had three packages show up one day, and I had a bet. I made a bet with her that she said I could not go So your 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 front porch looks like a warehouse, basically, <laughs> yeah. when you go home with this. So, no, they were small packages. They were little packages. Right. And, and um, I mean, one was, for fuck's sake, a bolt okay, that well, I paid a dollar thirty-eight for. Okay. okay. Did you need the bolt? Like, I don't understand. I need, you know what I did need the bolt for? I needed the bolt to fix one of the goddamn dining room chairs, and then she counts that against me. How does that work? What do you mean she counts it against you? As a package that I bought from Amazon. So she, she monitors your packages. So well, she like pays he, for it. She sounds like he has a problem, Brandy. She pays for it. All right. I, no, I got my own Amazon so, account. So you made, a, you made an arrangement. You made her a promise. Did I fix the chair and I got a dollar? No, no, no. You okay. made her about her shop, your shopping habits. I said, she said, I bet you can't even go a week from buying something off Amazon. And I said, yeah, I could. So I did. And I just, that whole week when I would want stuff, I just put it in my cart. And then after the week was up, I had, I White put. White knuckle sobriety. There. One click, uh, o- one click order. One click order and spent the $1,500 for the stuff in his cart. You know. So one day, 28 items show up. There's right. a, I, I have grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Well, so did Stacy. Yeah. And she was happy about it. So she was just. She, she quit her job at the uh, working as an office manager at the family business, and she just stayed home and shopped all day, right? Yeah. Soon after that, she learned that uh, uh, her husband's business was failing and that they had ran up credit cards. He had ran up credit card debt to pay for the wedding, Brandy. No, oh, shocking. She had attempted – what happened? She went to purchase a um, $17,000 diamond necklace online. Holy fuck. <laughs> and his credit card was declined. Oh, David's credit I hate card that. Was declined. Okay, let me ask you a question, Devil. Hmm. Could you, in fact, run up sixty thousand dollars in credit card debt? Oh, I think I could. No, I, I mean, I think I could. In like, I how long? Believe, how long of a time span are we talking? Let me show you what I have here. I have one. I have an American Express card that Renee tells me to use at the grocery store. And what's that number? <laughs> <laughs> And and that and I don't know why it's because there's some kind of rewards thing attached, right? Uh-huh. And then for everything else, there's another credit there's card, card that she gives me that has is for miles or some shit. So a standard oil card. I don't think that I could run up sixty thousand dollars in credit well, card debt. What's my time span? Well, Dave did. Like a day, two days. No, I mean I don't think I have that many credit cards. Oh, I can run up. Only, she's only no, giving I'm me just, two. Well, no. Here's the thing. I mean, if I have a card with a sixty thousand dollar limit, I can fucking hit that shit, and you know. Yeah, no, I don't. I just don't know that my credit cards would accumulate to sixty thousand dollars. Well, David was a successful HVAC guy. Well, he wasn't that successful. Right, he was well, successful till the money grubbing hoe came out to his Stacey life. Stacy was shocked. Brandy shocked. Well, she, she had a clutch the pearls moment <laughs> that her husband was deeply in debt. New husband, by the way. Um. Now, on the morning of August 22nd, 2005, Stacey, I remember it well. Stacy went to the uh, went to the office at the Liverpool Heating and Air Conditioning. That was his office, right? Um, and she, to see her husband, he was not there. She made several attempts to call his cell phone, but he refused to answer. Brandy, Dick. 
Well, it wasn't his Bitch fault. Bitch, I was spending the $17,000 on the necklace. When he um, still had not arrived at his business by 2 o'clock that day, she decided to call the police and ask him to meet her at their, her, their residence because she was concerned about her husband's welfare, Brandy. Aw. She claimed that her husband had locked himself in their bedroom. She also stated that he had been acting strangely for the last month, and he kept a gun in the room, Brandy. Oh, no. Mm. When uh, deputies arrived uh, uh, from the sheriff's department at their home, uh, Stacy was in the front yard waiting for them. Sergeant Robert Willoughby, Brandy. Oh, Robbie. Bobby. Bobby Willoughby. Entered the residence, and he made uh, his way toward the bedroom door. He knocked on the door, but after receiving no response, he kicked the door in. David Castor was sprawled naked across the bed. <coughs> on the floor next to the bed was a, a container of Prestone antifreeze, Brandy. No. On the nightstand was some cranberry juice, an apricot brandy, and half full glass of a bright green liquid. There's a lot going on here. Tell us what happens next, Brandy, in this uh, saga of Stacy Ruth Castor. Well, Sergeant Willoughby summoned paramedics, but it was already too late. Oh, too late, Colonel. Too late. But it's too late, baby, now it's too late. All right, all right. That's, I can't take what you're saying. Detective Dominique Spinelli arrived on the scene and observed Ooh, you know, he's gonna be good because he's an italian detective and observed david castor's body on the bed and stacy castor outside seemingly distraught well she I, you know you can't really judge people's distraughtness well no. she was seemingly distraught outside uh, the house was searched and evidence collected including a turkey baster found in the kitchen trash what do you think about turkey basters brandy I, <laughs> have you ever? they're good for basting turkeys <laughs> Have you ever got pregnant from a turkey baster? No. You never used the turkey baster method? No. Look, I don't know. I heard, I've heard. i heard rumor. I've heard tale of it on the Internet. <laughs> you on need the, to get in, off in the Internet. Huh? On the interwebs. You People, need to get uh, off there. I was World on the World Wide Web. Web. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, Brandy, do you know anyone who's been, who become pregnant with a turkey baster? No, I have not known anybody for that. I think I bought one one time. I went to the dollar store. Cause you know you just buy everything there because it's a dollar. It's a dollar. Yeah. How can you go bad buying anything for a dollar? So Timmy owns a turkey baster. Yeah. Timmy, who's <laughs> never actually seen a potato that I've was not potato. in chip form. Has your oven ever even been turned on? No, he uses that. it for storage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got books. He's in got there. porn in there. <laughs> He's got Timmy's got a little bookshelf in the, in the broiler. I have a, I've used my microwave there. Well, good. Good for you. Popcorn. Huh? For popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Chief Deputy Medical Examiner Robert Stopaker. Do you like how detailed these scripts are that I get the names of all the uh, attending uh, police officers? You know what would be nice it's if amazing. you can pronounce them. Yeah, I know. Really? Mm -hmm. Terrible. Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Performed an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> I she didn't believe in that. Well, I don't think he had a choice. Uh, and they ruled that David Castor had caused his own death by consuming antifreeze. So this is a this brings up a serious social problem that we mm -hmm. seldom talk about on this podcast. Consuming antifreeze? Yeah. It's suicide, Colonel. Suicide by antifreeze is the is not a pretty way to go. 
Well, but you, you know, yeah, but you're, you don't really have to worry about in the winter time. <laughs> <laughs> or in the summertime if it's really hot. Yeah. No, it is Brandy. really truly one of the ugliest ways to go. Antifreeze. Yeah. So, uh, but, Brandy, but it tastes sweet. It's got a sweet taste to it, and people will drink it. Uh, you know, I, all kidding aside, seventeen-year-old uh, boy that was a friend of our family's mixed it with chocolate milk. Ugh. And went and went to the woods and laid down and died. And that's painful a wrenching, death. wrenching, painful way to go. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. So don't do, don't do suicide. This is, well, our, I guess opposed our, to suicide. And it, yeah, we are, and we're especially opposed to it by antifreeze. Right, Brandy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it does make for, um, it does make for, I'm I'm especially opposed to gunshots. You have to clean that mess up. No, it ruins Somebody the family because of, yeah, you know, uh, that's the truth, though. The police, nobody cleans that up. They leave it for you, and, you know, you got to yeah, clean that so, whole mess up. Um, All right. Can we so really check into the can we step forward? Motel 6? Okay. You, Perfect. Thank you for that piece of advice. And so many people, you know, I no, believe. No, just think about the poor maids that find, because you know they find dead bodies. And I, they also, you know, maids also find, you know. Uh, Sex toys? Yeah, and, and sperm and stuff on those sheets. Yeah. And use condoms in the garbage can. You know. Um, what do you think about that, Brandy? The thing Ew. about suicide, Timmy, that we were talking about. Uh. See, I think it's overreported in this country because I think a lot of people. Mm. They see those plastic bags, you know, garbage bags and everything uh-huh. else where it says it's not a toy. Uh-huh. But they think it's a toy. And so, then they play with it, and then they're dead, and then they count it as a suicide, when in fact it's just death by misadventure. Well, first of all, it's called thinning the herd. Oh, it's yeah. the same thing with Tide Pods. But actually, What the hell you, is going on with that? I don't know. It's, if you use a trash bag the way he's talking about, at least you're like almost put away. I mean... <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You're there's no mess. There you go. Yeah. No, there's not a lot of mess. You still soil yourself. Yeah, they, but poo is a lot easier to clean up than blood. Yeah, but who wants to clean up a dead person's poo, really? Who wants but, you know, A live person's poo ain't right. no better, I don't believe. I don't, I don't think that we got to. So, I don't know that you differentiate. <laughs> this just took a goddamn dark turn. I, I don't, don't know, know why I've been know. trying to move it back here yeah. for. All right, Brandy, tell us so. what happens after next. And try to bring some. Oh, shut this the thing's fuck been, up. How just about try that? to bring some motherfucking light through it. Yeah, put some Jesus Christ. Shut you know, if you were an actress, they'd kick you out. Yeah, they'd kick yeah, you out. They'd take your side card away. 
you know what you want to do. Oh, is they've read given this you several from, sad cards. Why do every read episode this from we your say, diaphragm? <laughs> First of all, that's not your business. Every episode we say, watch what Brandy please watch what the Colonel does and try to follow him. You know, my my segment should probably go second to me. Because she listens to me, it's and third. Yeah. Because she listens to me every time we come to. It's like here, Brandy, watch this. this we is how we, we're gonna do we it. should just have her on the show for the. Female I'd like perspective. to make. I'd like to yeah. make the point that Timmy's the one that's wanting to get out of here early. I am uh, kind of hungry. Yeah, because he's hangry, and <laughs> because he's going on a trip. So oh, he is going on you know, a trip. here we are. Here he is piddling everything around, letting Chuck. Yeah, but you want to get out of here, and you're letting Chuck run his fucking dick sucker. Just yamma, yamma, yamma. See, that's why we get the E rating. Yeah, yeah. There was no reason that, that you This show say, was perfectly fine. We can fine take this as long until as that you moment. need to. You can fucking miss your bus. You can call an Uber. Brandy. You might have to call your favorite cabbie continue, to come get you. Continue, but continue like you mean it for fuck's sake. How about sake. shut the fuck up and let me get to it? Jesus some, Christ. Put some passion in His family, if however. If you put oh half the my amount of passion God. in the script as you put in land blasting the colonel here. Yeah, who <laughs> needlessly... And unjustly, yeah. Your shirt is stupid, and so is your face. I'm sitting talking to him well ago in his office, and he starts unbuttoning his shirt. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Because he thinks everyone <laughs> wants to see his junk and his shit, and nobody does. He'll sit there and fuck with his belt no, to try and get wi- you to look wiping, at his dick. He was wiping off his glasses. Oh, I know. But, but he, he has to take his shirt off yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah, but he adjusts his belt because like he a thinks people are going to look at his like, dick. You know, get a tissue or whatever. No. <laughs> he takes his shirt off. I yeah. got a cotton shirt on. It works good. Continue, ridiculous. His family, however, vehemently denied that David would ever consider taking his own life. I wish women were as free with their breasts as you are with yours. (laughs) Yeah. His nipples are deadly. All right. Is you are you at least wearing a t shirt underneath there? Yeah. I got a wife beater. beater. Okay. Uh Rob Porter. I got a I got a Rob Porter shirt on. There was at least one other person who had his own suspicions <laughs> about David's death. <laughs> Detective Spinelli refused to close the case. Something you, just didn't sit right with him. Well, those Italians are suspicious by nature. Mm-hmm. The following day, Detective. No offense to our Italian friends. The following over his eyes. Well, the following day, Detective Spinelli. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like a TV show he should be on? Yeah, let's go get him. Let's go get the bad guys. He wears a fedora. What's the genesis of pulling the wool over their eyes? Does anyone know? I don't fucking know. Why yeah, the fuck would I know that? He does, of course. Okay. Like, he sit, does. Sit back and listen, devil, and I'm going to tell you. I just want to get through this. This is a podcast. Yeah, back in the old days, Timmy. Yes. What were hats made of? Wool. Wool. So when you were trying to, you know how people take your hat and jerk it down? Like you don't want to see anything. It's called pulling the wool over your eyes. I bet it sounds okay. reasonable, Brandy. I'm, I'm just going to, and I'm just going to just give you a wee bit of advice here, devil. Just like every two, three, four years or something, crack a fucking book open, would you? <laughs> okay, now continue. What do you think about that, Brandy? <laughs> continue, please. He's giving you helpful hints. Crack that wise man. book. A wise man. I'd like to crack open this. <laughs> this fucking skull. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the following day, Detective Spinelli sat down with Stacy Castor, and she gave him a nine-page detailed statement 
as to the final days of David Castor's life. Well, that seems very detailed to me. Mm-hmm. Stacy, nine pages. Stacy felt like it's a big font, <laughs> double spaced. Yeah. yeah. Stacy felt like the recent death of his father and the stress at work pushed David over the edge and led him to take his own life. She claimed that they'd been having frequent arguments in the four days leading up to his death. According to Stacy, David locked himself in the bedroom and spent the weekend drinking and vomiting. Drinking antifreeze. And her being the giver that she is. She cleaned up the vomit and rubbed his feet, gave him cranberry juice and water, and did whatever she could to try and make him comfortable. Nah, that's a good wife right there. How about taking the goddamn antifreeze from him? <laughs> that, I mean, rather than rub his feet, take the fucking antifreeze from him. Well, it didn't say she was, he was drinking antifreeze all weekend. He just says drinking and vomiting. Okay. Uh, at one point during the weekend, she came in the room and found David on the floor. She called a family friend to help her pick David up and put him back in bed. She claimed she spent the weekend sleeping on the couch and tried to stay out of the house as much as possible. She gave a detailed account of her comings and goings for the entire weekend. Stacy Castor volunteered one final piece of information prior to ending the interview. She said that her and David had watched a 48 hours television show, love 48 hours, about a woman who had killed her two husbands by putting antifreeze in their green jello. Like so green jello on. isn't bad enough. So she said, now, see, do you think Jello would set up properly with antifreeze in it? I don't I mean, know. how are you going to get freeze. the Jello cold with antifreeze in it? That doesn't make no damn sense that to way, me. Brandy. You can't get, yeah, you can't get Jello pops out of that. Yeah. How you I don't know. Maybe you got to put extra gelatin in it. Dude, it don't, uh, th- this ain't making sense to me. Okay. He's got questions, Brandy. I yeah. got scientific questions. I, we need Bill Nye, the science guy, on here. They wa- oh, that would be amazing. They watched the program again a, a month or two ago when it aired. The interview did not sit well with Detective Spinelli. Spinelli's just one suspicious son bitch right there. Yep, and as <laughs> Stacy Castor buried her second Bastard. husband, wait, she buried her second husband next to her first husband, you know Michael. Why? Well, they, but... <laughs> And I don't want to cast aspersions. Like one on top of the other? I don't want to cast no aspersions. Okay. But Italians often do devious things. What's an aspersion? An aspersion is like And what does this have to do with Italian? Spinelli is Dispersion. Dispersion, isn't that the word? Why am I asking you? You wouldn't know. Wait a minute. Cast aspersion. It's like cast bad thoughts that way. A dispersion. No, aspersion, motherfucker. Would you get a dictionary? God damn it. Look it up. This what, is what we're dealing with here, Timmy. I'm I trying to get you to have a stroke. <laughs> well, wait a minute. She married, she, she married her husband side by side. That seems uh-huh. practical to me because on visiting day. Well, she right. only got to go one she place. She got to walk out. Yeah. yeah. But and anyway. She the flowers. The Italian people, they do devious things to me. They do. Well, we have a lot of Italian listeners. So I know, and, I, I, and I'm not casting aspersion on our listeners. I'm just saying okay. Italians in oh, general. Christ. I'm not, Isn't I'm not making Italian? a. I'm not painting everybody with. Italian? Broad brush, I yeah. Part I don't Dave want to pay people to broad brush. I'm okay, just well, saying. Married, married into the, the in general, okay. Costa Nostra or whatever. So Spinelli ain't gonna Not believe really. anything because he knows what he would do. Ah, okay. Yeah, Continue, so. Brandy. You never want to get an Italian detective. That is why the Colonel is on this show to provide insight, color commentary. You're not going to provide shit when I'm I get you to have a stroke. I'm basically the Chris Collinsworth of the podcast world. Well, that's a shame. And Yoda. All no. right, continue, Brandy, because this is riveting. All right. Well, I, <laughs> you know, if I could get through it, it might be. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, he helped. Uh, so, Spinelli launched an investigation that would take two years to complete. 
One month after David Castor's death, Stacy convinced her longtime friend, Linda Pulaski, and her husband to witness David's signature on a will, leaving Stacy sole heir to his estate. She was doing this post the facto, will was then the will was then backdated Expo two years. Facto. Expo facto. It was posthumously, as the word Timmy didn't want to put it in there because he knew you couldn't get it. It but just means after the, it means after they died. As devil. the police conducted their investigation, it soon became apparent that Stacy's descriptions of events did not match the evidence. Hmm. You've only got through one page. So yes, far? motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is. This is setting us back. <laughs> this could take us all fucking day. <laughs> we ain't even gonna have room for on the server to upload this motherfucker. Would you get to the point? Our listeners don't have all the time yeah. in the world. They want the they, story. They want, they want the story, devil. Yeah. Come on, give them the facts, please. <laughs> Stick to the script. It's <laughs> off, off script stuff. Yeah, I know. This is why we get the bad reviews because you won't you stay right. on topic, devil. Come on just, now. Just, just read, read what's it. written. Just read what's written. It ain't that hard. Head. Do you know what's <laughs> fucked up? He put the little words in your Let me tell you what. Just read no, I'm going to tell you what's <laughs> fucked up. Is that people see me as the straight man of this fucking trio. <laughs> and that's bullshit. <laughs> we just want you to howl. We just want Chuck you to with stand. that shirt would never be considered a straight man. <laughs> and that shirt? Well, clearly. We just want you to stay on script. The the listeners, we have an obligation to our listeners to present yeah, present you know, them with the facts and just the facts. Our listeners are working hard. You know, yeah. they're driving home from work. Yeah, uh, they're up late at night. They just want to get to the story. Yeah, they don't come tune on. in to listening. You go yeah, your commentary, on. your stories about whatever. Interrupting all the time. She interrupts yeah. us all the time. All the time, talking the over time. us. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Get to the facts. Okay, now let's story. now now we're gonna sit here and we're. If you need if you need help with any of the words, just point them out. Sound them out. And don't worry, out. we'll edit it so you just don't sound, sound them stupid. out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll edit out the big words and replace them with little ones. <laughs> you have like the Wikipedia voice. <laughs> Siri. <laughs> Automobile. Continue, <laughs> Fucking jackasses. <laughs> Get it all out so I can goddamn get through this last fucking page. All right. So she claimed to have repeatedly phoned her husband on the day of his death, but a search of all of her phone records showed that she'd only placed one call to David. Well, I mean, sometimes that's all you need. Well, the half glass full of antifreeze contained three fingerprints, and all of them were Stacy's. <laughs> that's incriminating, Brandy. The container of antifreeze found in the bedroom floor had no fingerprints on it at all. It floated in. And the turkey baster that was found in the kitchen garbage had traces of antifreeze and David's DNA on the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just See, the if tip. you're going to use a uh, turkey baster to put in the antifreeze, you might want to take that trash out to the curb. Right, yeah. Curl? That's pretty stupid. Put that shit in the fireplace. Police are now certain that David Castor died by his wife's hands and not his own. Spinelli was all over that shit. Man. Oh, yeah. The suspicious you Took think he did? I told you so, years. Dan, said the precinct. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> Took him two years to get the shit. Oh, yeah. Well. Spinelli was had a gambling and drinking problem or some <laughs> shit. It was pretty. I mean, you got the fingerprints on the glass. You got the DNA. Got Took the motherfucker two years to put that mount. shit together. So, like, he was right up there with you and his deductive reasoning <laughs> skills there, devil. So Sherlock Holmes. The, yeah. So the circumstances that surrounded. No Quincy. <laughs> Quincy. <laughs> no. 
you know, Jack Klugman no Doctor Quinn. Jack, Jack Klugman had a pretty outstanding career. He played in Odd Couple and in Quincy. <laughs> He's dead now. Yeah, but I mean, you know. All right, so. Her second husband's death caused them to look closer at her first husband's death. I see that you start you start raising questions about all your mm-hmm. husband's deaths. Michael you... Wallace died of a heart attack, or so the doctors originally thought. We the police. Do you nap? Would you like to? <laughs> yeah, I do. We keeping you awake here a little number? bit. Uh, the police were skeptical and made the unusual request to have the body exhumed. Mm, exhumed. Exhumed. Got that word right. Yeah, that surprises me. When an autopsy <laughs> was performed, the medical examiner found traces of antifreeze and rat poison in his remains. See, why did they say perform an autopsy? Because that seems like it's more of a. You think art. there's jazz it's, hands? Yeah, it's like they. It's. I think there's like a conductor for the yeah. autopsy yeah. and then a, a cutter for the yeah. autopsy. A cutter. It's being a, little a cutter yeah. person. A cutter I think person. it's a little pretentious. <laughs> it is. They did an autopsy. Yeah. They performed the official cause of the death was changed to homicide. Oh. Spinelli. Murder. Spinelli again brought Stacy Castor in for questioning and asked her why the only fingerprints found on the glass of antifreeze were hers. Don't look at me. And she responded. <laughs> and she responded. Glasses be testifying. Well, they do. What, what, is, what was her response, Brandy? When I poured the antifreeze. I mean the cranberry juice. <laughs> Oops. Don't. Slip of a tongue here. Don't. <laughs> My bad, dog. Uh, once she realized what she had done. I didn't say that. Yeah. Stacy terminated the interview and requested to speak with a lawyer. Stacy could feel the noose tightening around her neck. Mm. It was just a matter of time before the knock came on the door. Oh, Timmy, that, that was some pros right you there, like that, motherfucker. Girl. That was some pros right there. That was like Keats, Timmy. Like that, that was like Keats. That See, he spell. appreciates my writing, Brandy. I don't know why you Oh, never... I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. It's like Keats. Keats was a famous poet, devil. Okay. I, when I said it's like Keats, uh, I said something that I threw her off. He was a famous poet. He wrote romantic poetry. Yeah. Beautiful prose, just like Timmy did. So Thank anyway, you, continue. I didn't mean to throw you off there. <laughs> continue, Brandy. Look, you sons of bitches. <laughs> You really think I fucking need this bullshit here? You're in my motherfucking office. Trash in my motherfucking office. Which, I, by the I, way, I, you left completely lit up all I, weekend. I, I, I was going to. Are you I, paying the power bill? I, I fucking cum stains. No, but if, when my fan runs out, I'm going to be pissed. Uh, uh, well, I was going to. $11 was, fan you got for I was going to oh, no, mention. Timmy bought it. I was going to mention, Brandy, that you, uh, you know, your office is kind of untidy. Yeah. It well, is. Yeah. Shockingly, and- <laughs> it's because fucking Animal House <laughs> comes in here when I leave to do their other podcast <laughs> and evidently just feels like their mother is here that, that they be, can just clean that, that somebody's just going to come in and clean up. ITunes. <laughs> dead ball on iTunes. It would and- be. But you sons of bitches. First well, of all, I, I can't imagine us being that uh, in, inconsiderate. Or oh, no. can't imagine. <laughs> Timmy and I are responsible. That's crazy talk. We're tidy folk. It doesn't We're tidy folk. Ha- I mean, yeah. especially in someone else's office. I know. <laughs> and if it didn't happen every time, I would never believe it. I think it's the cleaning crew. Mm. Do you? You put one of those old cameras in here. <laughs> catch them. I don't, catch them coming in messing up your office. I don't I think I just ban them from your office altogether, devil. I'm going to ban you. All right, so uh, someone had to pay for the murders of David Castor and Michael Wallace, and Stacy was determined it would not be her. No, don't blame her. Ashley Wallace, Stacy's oldest daughter from her first marriage, 
was visited by detectives on her first day of college in September of 2007. They informed her that her father had not died of a heart attack, but had indeed been poisoned. A hysterical Ashley called her mother to tell her about the detectives. Stacy arrived at the college to pick Ashley up and suggested the two of them go home and get some drinks. Okay. They were going through a stressful time and needed something to help them relax. Need a little uh, drink? A drink? That's not, that's little drinky not a, drink? There's nothing wrong with that. 20-year-old Ashley, who had no reason to mistrust not only her mother but her best friend, readily agreed. Stacy bought some watermelon Smirnoff ice on the way home and nice. Ashley that's drank good, so with her nice. mother until she became ill. Oh, oh that's not good. Oh. I know. And then what <laughs> happened? Chuck? Well, let me let me tell it to you this way, Devil. Let me give you the story here. Try to pay attention, Brandon, because you'll, you'll pick up some uh, maybe some tips. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna narrate this here, this this beautiful prose that Timmy wrote down. Now, the next day when Ashley returned home from school, Stacy was waiting for her with a mixture of vodka, Sprite, and orange juice. What you call breakfast, Devil? Ashley took a sip of the concoction, but was put off by the awful taste. Stacy convinced her daughter to drink it quickly by using a straw, which Ashley did, because, again, this was her mother. Mm -hmm. 17 hours later, Ashley's younger sister, Bree Wallace, came to her room to check on her and found Ashley nearly comatose on her bed. That means she's almost uh, out, Randy. She screamed for Stacy, who came flying into the room, took one look at her daughter, and called 911. Stacy told the 911 operator that Ashley had swallowed a lot of pills along with a bottle of vodka and that her sister B had found a suicide note. A suicide note, Brandy. Suicide note, the typewritten letter, ooh, that's suspicious right there, was apparently Ashley's confession to the murders of her father and stepfather. Nobody's ever tried that trick before. She's got balls, Brandy. The painstaking description of how the murders occurred could only have come from someone who had first-hand knowledge of the crimes, Timmy. What do you think about that, Brandy? This fucking whore. God. Ashley awoke in the hospital, she was confused. She could not figure out why she had ended up in a hospital bed with her wrist tied down, and most of all, while police sergeant Michael Norton was yelling at her. She never took any pills, she didn't write any suicide note, and she sure as hell hadn't murdered anyone. Investigators also took note of the fact that the supposed suicide letter, and this is a key factor of the story here, folks. Okay. Timmy unearthed this, and it's it's important. So listen. Referred to antifreeze as anti-free. Anti-free. And during her, and this is a word you could, I'm glad you use this word in mine and not the devil's. Mm. During her interrogation, Ash- interviewed her. Ashley always used the entire word, unlike her mother, Stacy, who would say anti-free. Mm. Mm. So it's a slip of the tongue, Brandy. A couple of times she had a slip of the tongue. The news of Ashley's supposed suicide attempt reached Detective Spinelli, and he was appalled, Timmy. <laughs> appalled, I say. Spinelli's a little bit, he's at what's in with this. Uh, he was Stacey. an emotional guy. Yeah. Never thought for one minute that Stacy would go to such lengths to save her own skin, did he? It was time to put an end to her murderous rampage. Exactly. Stacy Castor was arrested soon after the murder of her second husband, David Castor, and the attempted murder of her own daughter, Ashley. On December of 2007, Oh, Ashley. Stacy Castor was invited 
to come to court to be indicted mm. on three separate charges, Timmy. Okay. Second degree murder. Second degree murder, Brandy. Second degree attempted murder. Second degree attempted murder, Brandy. And what is there a fucking echo there? First degree of false document. Offering a false first document. First degree offering a false document. Easy ad. Yeah. Stacy Castor. Hey, Stacy Castor on trial. In January 2009, prosecutors laid out the case against Stacy, including the lack of David's fingerprints on the glass and antifreeze container. The turkey baster, which contained his DNA, which prosecutor felt Just the she tip. was used to force feed antifreeze to David. Just the now, tip. Brandy, if you're on that jury, what's your, what are your thoughts at this point? Uh, she's guilty. Oh, she's going to let the woman go, though. They also introduced evidence that Stacy's first husband, Mike Wallace, had also died of antifreeze poisoning, and also that Stacy. Well, that's not a coincidence, Ashley, Brandy. It really is. Referred to you don't have too many people die, you know, married to sink. You think you would learn to keep it in a safe place. You got two husbands dying of antifree. Yeah. And they also noted that Stacy and not Ashley referred to antifreeze as antifree. Mm -hmm. But what was the motive, Timmy? Pronunciation is very important when you're committing crimes, Brandy. It is. But not in podcasting. You need to enunciate. (laughs) But what was the motive, Timmy? That's the question. Money. Not surprising, prosecutors felt it had to do with money. Mm. Moolah. Cash. Dinero. Greenbacks. Stacy collected on her husband's Clams. life insurance policies, and she forged a new will, cutting out David's son from his previous marriage and well. leaving his estate solely to her. Well, she's a grieving widow with the, you know, a grieving this mother. She's got bills to pay. This is one of those black widow stories, she Timmy. She don't have to pay for Ashley to go shopping with her anymore. <laughs> exactly. Stacy Castor's computer was confiscated, and it was found several drafts of the suicide note that Ashley was supposed to have written. The timestamps on the drafts showed they were written when Ashley was at school. When she was at school, Brandy. Yes. Prosecutors also argued that the attempted suicide was in actuality a murder plot in which to frame her own child for the murders. Brandy, what's your thoughts on that? Not cool, dude. Stacy Castor took the stand in her own defense. She maintained her innocence and insisted that her daughter Ashley had, in fact, Timmy, Mm -hmm. murdered her father even though she was only 11 years old at the time. And her stepfather, Timmy. Well, she had problems with the male figures. She had daddy issues. (laughs) She had dead daddy issues. When asked what possible reason her daughter might have had for the murder, she would only imply that Ashley, much like the devil, might be suffering from some sort of mental illness, Timmy. Brandy, are you suffering from mental illness? Have you ever been diagnosed? We can do that right here, right now. (laughs) You can. We're often up in diagnosis. We, no. We, yeah, a psychopath. She admitted on cross-examination. That if she, that's true, do you really want to keep running your fucking mouth? <laughs> she admitted on cross-examination that she never attempted to get any sort of help for her daughter. Hmm. And on February 5, Timmy, 2009, Stacy Castor was found guilty on all three charges and received a sentence of 51 and one-half years in prison. Worry about Timmy. that, Brandy. 51 and one half years. Doesn't seem long person. enough. And as Judge Fahey handed down the sentence, he had these parting Fucking words Fahey. for Stacy Castor. Mm. 
I have to say, Miss yeah, Casta. Oh, Spinelli was pretty happy at this point. Oh, officers. Spinelli was in the. He was in the. He was in the court. Doing the I told you so dance. Pulling one off. He was just every when they said fifty one and a half years, he erupted all over the courtroom. He got it on people's backs and their hair. <laughs> what the fuck, Randy? Have you ever had that problem where you've had uh, someone ejaculate in your hair? <laughs> Jesus. Is that why he keep it cut short now? <laughs> God damn. But that's a problem, right, that some women have with guys. Men are, not, are insensitive to women, and they get excited, and sometimes they ejaculate in their hair. It's, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Man, you need to be a little bit more sensitive to, with, you to your lady. You do. You do. Because otherwise, they're going to start bringing – otherwise, they start wearing the shower cap while you're having sex, and that's a turnoff. It's a turnoff. <laughs> Brandy, you fucking idiots! You ever what? worn a shower cap during <laughs> during the deed? No, they'll st- they'll just stop doing it all together at some point. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, here's what the judge says to it, Timmy. Okay. I have to say, Miss Castor, that you are in a class by yourself. I have never seen a parent willing to sacrifice their child to shift the blame away from themselves. It is the most reprehensible crime I have ever seen. I hope your lady parts dry up. I hope you get the stomach cancer and the butt cancer at the same time, and I hope you only Judge live harsh. for six more months. <laughs> I, think, I think he's ab-living there. He's adding a little bit more to it. But, Brandy, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think the judge, judge was too harsh on her? No, I don't think he was harsh enough. All right. He continued, Timmy. Okay. I hope that your fate is worse than that of Farrah Fawcett and <laughs> that your anus that. is eaten up by a terrible disease. He did not say that. Stacy Caster had no comment and showed no remorse. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Stacy simply turned around, smiled, waved to the audience, and ripped off an air biscuit in their general direction, Timmy. Really? Really? Yeah, she fought it in their general direction. An air biscuit. She then made it a point to wink at a male jury member. She's a flirt. Love a flirt, Brandy. Giving her Looking history, for the next husband. Investigators decided to take another look at this at Stacy's father, who had died suddenly in 1999 they under keep her Keep her care. away from the press stone, Brandy. Stacy had her father cremated, which hindered their efforts. They interviewed Stacy seven times in prison, but she refused to cooperate. Well, I mean, you know, it's hard to it's hard to get you know after the person's been cremated. It's not a whole lot you can do unless they confess. The investigator, the investigation of the father's death came to a premature ejaculation, however. On the morning of June 11, 2016, Stacy Castor was found dead in her jail cell, Timmy. Now, you've been, uh, been harsh on this young lady. Now she's dead, Brandy. How do you feel? Okay with that. It was not apparent how she died, and the manner of death was under... Per- Determined, was there any, were there any she drank antifreeze. antifreeze. <laughs> she it, tied pods. It was later determined at the DA's office that she had died of a combination of wicked buck cancer mm. and a heart attack, with no evidence of suicide or foul play or butt cancer. Stacy Castor was forty-nine <laughs> years old. Forty-nine years old, kind of young to have had a heart attack. Forty-nine years so old had the butt cancer and had a heart attack. She didn't have butt cancer. She could have had. Your face has butt cancer. It didn't say anything in here that she did not. Now, did you see, Timmy, listen. I loved how you brought that to life, Colonel. You are a man. You are a very. I'm uh, a thespian, Timmy. He I'm is a thespian. thespian. I love thespian <laughs> porn, Brandy. <laughs> I, I, I know. 
All right. Uh, well, okay, Brandy, what's your final thoughts on the antifreeze killer, Stacy Ruth Caster? I don't like her. She's dead. Why, why don't you like her? Why do you like her? Well, because I, she had daddy issues? <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems to me. Lover. Had she I'm, not died. It seems to me that they rushed to judgment on her. Has Pearl. she not died? She might be killing you today, too. I'm, no, yeah. she was born, she's only six years younger than me. I'm way too old. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you look at it, you know, you got to, Brandy it always looks at things. Everyone is guilty to Brandy. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. She yeah. never, she never. She never stops to consider that maybe somebody's innocent. Never. And that's Spinelli? Yeah. I, I believe he framed her, Timmy. I believe he framed her. What do you think about that, Brandy? Chuck's an idiot. That's what I think. Chuck, your final thoughts on the antifreeze killer, Stacy. Ruth Caster. I think she got the butt cancer she deserved, Timmy. She right. didn't get butt cancer. Well, you don't know that. There you was no butt that. cancer. Did right. you read the autopsy report? No. Okay, you All don't right. know. So you don't know. She could have had the butt cancer. And we don't, not, we don't want to make light of butt cancer. We joked around about suicide. We don't want to make light of suicide or butt cancer because it is a very painful death, I understand. There's a pain in the ass, Timmy. Sure. Good thing we're not making fun of it. No, I'm not making fun of it. He did. I'm not. I, no, I, I just said to judge. You Warner set yourself up. Vera Fawcett. You have set yourself up on that side of the table. Wait, 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 give me the so whole rundown. So he speaks for you. Can you please give me a rundown on Vera Fawcett and Ryan O'Neill, what that whole thing is was about? No. And, and, and he like crazy or something? The whole family's like I crazy. believe there was a little bit too much. Uh, Hairspray sniffing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's a thing, right? He's crazy. Just, yeah, okay. She got sick. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with Farrah. She she died. She just had. Uh, she was a pretty woman, man. I yeah. had the poster. Did you I, have the poster? I had a poster and T-shirt. Did I you have it, Brandy? No. Oh, that poster caused many a crusty tube sock to me. She, you could see her uh, pillars. <laughs> you could see a little. It was cold when they took that shot. Yep. Just got out of the pool. Are we about done? Okay. With this, Brandy. Uh, why don't you? We would like to thank. Our, our uh, Patreon sponsors. Yes, they're, who are very generous with their uh, donations. And even though it sounds like Brandy don't appreciate shit, she's going to try to read it like she's we, got some. We do appreciate <clears> it. <throat> and if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash historydweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or just a wee little bit to me. Just a tip. Brandy, why don't you give a shout-out to all the wonderful people who um, support us on Patreon and... Try to get their names we right. Were, Shut we, the fuck I, I want to say get well to Elise. He's been sick. She's oh, been I know. What is that? She had pancreatitis. That's a brutal thing. So, to Elise, have, we're thinking about you, sweetie. Get feeling better. And Brandy's going to give a shout out to our friends on Patreon. Great. Well, three, please proceed. All right. Don't get interrupted by me. Okay. Just go ahead, straight ahead. Go on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Try to get the names right. Yeah, try to get the names right. Heather Poole, Adam McWatters, The Vanished Podcast. Uh, Canadian True Crime with Christy Lee, Insight with Charlie and Allie, Joe Clifford, Mistress Vader, Ron, Tracy Smith, Jess, John V, Nene, Bridget Bernhard, Stacy, Christine Hauer, Cheryl Weldon, Rudy, uh, Nicholas. The Wonder Dog. The mm. Wonder Dog who's supposed to go last. No. Nicholas, Ryan, Margaret McDonald, Aaron Turner, Michelle Johns, Clark and Diane Trowbridge. Beth Wallen, Andrew Scamell, uh, Michaela Wallstrom, Aaron Fowler, Leanne Flanagan, 
uh, let's see, Ryan, Julia Rodriguez, um, what did we, uh, Ursula, uh, is it Har, what, what was his name, Haro, Harry? Oh, uh, Hiro. Hiro, thank Hiro. you. I struggled, Hiro. I don't know why. Huh? Well, we know why. Okay. Thanks. But continue on. Thank you. Yes. James Seabright, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Stafford, Shelley Garrett, Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Savota, Maggie Glover, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Maja, Tyrone, Amber Scoville, Marsha Boris, Stacy Alsop, Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, uh, They Walk Among Us podcast with Ben and Rosanna, Lorna Violet, Mike Deo, Kelly Charette, Karen Widner, Callie, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, The Pleasing Terror podcast with Mike Brown, Sarah Bloom, Amber Krupp, The Now American History podcast with Joe and Sean, uh, Catherine Cock Garage Richardson, Fiona Crisp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Aaron, Kimberly Cameron, Elise, The History Goes Bump podcast with Diane Student, Annette Petre, Lise Jahara, Alicia and Chip, Marika Smith, Jeff and Don Chestnut do Backroads to History and Poems by Jeff. Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Flynn, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, Phyllis Munson, Melissa Montoya, Cindy Liu, Kristen Malachinsky, Lanik, Amanda Christine. Of course, there is Lady Beverly and Miss Dottie. Yes, thank you all for listening. We hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. And we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Good day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.